0: Hello Roxbury Learning Community. My name is Eric Schmidt and I'm the English Supervisor for grades 7 through 12 in Roxbury Schools. I'm excited today to share a little bit about our reading program in Roxbury Schools, particularly at Roxbury High School. Uh, In recent years we've been working to build a culture of literacy and reading in Roxbury High School. We've invested in classroom libraries so that every single classroom is stocked with a well-supplied, diverse, robust classroom library. And students have choice uh, every single day to to read a book that they find interesting and that they find fascinating. We give students 10 minutes every day in ELA class to dedicate to their choice reading. I'm joined today by Miss Barrett Gordon who is going to tell us a little bit about why we're making some of these decisions. So Barrett, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks. We are doing this and the reason it's been so amazing to watch what's happened in the English department here because so many teenagers stopped reading or they never found a love of reading. I know as a former high school English teacher, I just sort of assumed everyone was like me who grew up reading a lot and finding reading pleasurable. And it wasn't until I was in my own classroom that I realized I worked with a lot of students who just found reading to be a chore, something to avoid. Um, And I know myself, I don't particularly like to do things that feel hard. And for a lot of my students, reading just felt hard. And so by bringing in this whole idea of choice, turns out that almost every student says their favorite book is one they chose themselves. And so there's been this beautiful movement toward allowing students to find books that they want to read, that they can read, um, and that it's upped engagement. We really want to see students like, Xavier and Ellie, you know, want to read and enjoy reading. And we found that's really hard to do when we assign the same book at the same time for every single student, um, because we want you to to be readers and find your own reading path.
0: Awesome. Great. Thank you so much Uh, to talk a little bit about, like, at the ground level, what's going on in the classroom. We're joined today by Mrs. Schmidt, ninth grade and 11th grade English teacher and two of her students. We have Xavier Gomez and Ellie Mark goes by Ellie Severino, uh, and they're here to tell us a little bit about how's it going in classroom right now.
2: Um, class is just good. Um, beginning, we just read in book love, and I really like book love. It's like we get to read our books for 10 minutes, and we write jobs at the end of it about like what we're reading about, like characters, making connections, and I just enjoy it a lot.
3: I also like book love as well, because at the beginning of the school year, I just like did not like reading at all, and like I like how we're like I guess like a little bit forced to reading because i like I just never really been into books until book love, and I really am so happy for that
4: so I think one thing that's really important that you guys just said and Ellie you just said you know it took a little bit of forcing to help you find maybe books that you like. Um, or even how to think about them or what to write and do with them. Um, And I think that's really important to come back to like, we need teachers in our lives to help guide us and figure out what do I do with this book and how do I pick books that are good for me? And not only, you know, that we can do really great work with it, but we can also enjoy them while we're reading them. Um, So one thing I've seen with both of you guys this year is you've learned to pick books that you actually enjoy um, and Better than that, you have learned how to, like you said, Xavier, make connections from them, uh, connect them to real life. Um, so it's really been a pleasure to like watch your growth, the two of you, over the course of the school year and you know turn some of your thoughts into some longer writings where you're really connecting with a book and expressing everything you're thinking. So I have really enjoyed watching you guys grow this year.
1: I wanted to ask a question to you both as readers. You know, the average amount of time that a teenager spends on their phone right now is over (laughs) nine hours a day. (laughs) And I'm wondering, how have you made the change? Because you talked about how, and you know, you were really honest. Like, I don't really like reading. How have you made a change to picking up a book instead of a phone?
2: Um, I feel like in class, we're just like, we always did 10-minute reading. So I feel like I've always been like, I follow the rules so I'm like all right I'll just get into it when the first time I did it I didn't really like it but then we did it a lot of times so I like got used to it so I'm like oh let me choose a book at first I wouldn't choose books I'd like I'd choose books like oh I didn't like this book but I'll just read it for the 10 minutes but now I'm reading a book that I really like and I feel like I can like make connections to and like relate to the characters and I just like book love book love is like the best
3: (laughs) Um, yeah, I also agree with Xavier because like sometimes it's just like when I pick like my own books and I really like get into it, it's like it's like nothing else is there. I'm just like focused on the book. And that's what I enjoy the most about it.
0: Mr. Schmidt, I've got a question for you. Sure. How did we evolve as a learning community in order to embrace this culture, this choice and this love of reading?
4: So I, I think th- the most important thing is that this obviously did not happen overnight. This has been a very long time coming. Um, when I was hired here 14 years ago, um, we used to have something that some teachers did, but it wasn't like a, a program-wide thing where they had like a choice free reading Friday. Um, we had a different schedule then. so But it wasn't something that we did as, as an entire department. So over the years, you know, learning about Penny Kittle's research with book love and engagement, Um, We just started adopting some of those practices and implementing them in our classroom. And it was a really slow progress, Um, you know, at first getting kids to buy into this, even like you guys were talking about, like it takes time to really find what you love. Um, And then, you know, getting teachers on board to also buy into the program. But I think now, 14, 10 years later, we're really obviously seeing the effects of it where kids are walking around with books again, you know how to pick out books that you like, Um, and you're finding like a love of reading again, but it was a long, long process that has taken a lot of time to get to this point.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So one of the things that I had noticed too that kind of helps create that love and that culture for this to happen, it kind of like catches on like wildfire. You see students like Ellie and Xavier, they're reading, you're coming back to your colleagues and you're saying, hey, check out what they just did and these jots they produced. Um, Ms. Gordon's been helping us lately with jotting about our reading, which is taking our reading to the next level, uh, to think about not just the, you know, passively enjoying and loving these books, which is also excellent, but also to begin thinking critically about them. So Ms. Barrett, could you tell us a little bit about what are jots and, um, why are they so valuable? (laughs)
1: Well, as Ms. Schmidt was saying, you know, this has been all along an evolution that we first just worked as a department to get students reading and to go from fake reading or no reading to actually finding books. Xavier, like you mentioned, like actually finding a book you just can't put down and you want to finish. But now that that's really in place and you're right, it's been a little bit of a process that didn't happen overnight, turning kids into non-readers to readers. Um, took a little while and it really took the fact that the whole department embraced this model and everyone took time out of a valuable block of of time to devote to book love. Uh, But now that we have that in place, we need to get you documenting what you think about these books, right? Um, And in fact, any, any writing about reading increases comprehension. And so we wanted you to actually start jotting your thinking as you read. And in fact, when we start jotting as we read not at the end of reading Um, it makes a big difference because our thinking changes as we read characters change themes change and you're doing this really powerful work now I'm looking at Ellie and Xavier's jots right now they did these amazing jots and in fact I'm looking at just a small segment of the jots you're doing in your independent book club reading Um, you're doing a lot of jots and then you pulled you evaluated them and you pulled just a few that you thought really got to some some juicy analysis. And then you documented that and you put those together and you came up with a wider connection. And then I'm looking here, you even then wrote an entire, Xavier, you only (laughs) had to write a half page and you wrote a full page thinking about this whole idea of the character in your book and analyzing it. I wanna point out like this wasn't even graded.
0: (laughs) Xavier, Ellie, can you tell us a little bit about how the jots have changed your writing
2: about reading? Um, I feel like jots like, like they like make you choose like which segment of the reading you want to like pick, and I don't know. I feel like the jots like making connections to them. Like um, I can't really speak. Um, I don't know. I just like jots like like I said, they make connections to the reading and. Um, they let you choose which ones you want to like pick and with my jots um, there was a lot of like situations of a person in the book like his name's is Robbie a situation in the book where he's passed away and his friends are like feeling guilty for his death and I feel like I haven't been in that situation before but I feel like I can make connections to like what they're feeling and like um, that's why I chose all those jots all those jots are about like his their friends feelings after the death and I feel like the jots help me like make more connections than I already have, like, make me think more about what I'm reading.
3: Um, I also agree because I can, like, now, like, be more involved with the book, and I can, like, really see, like, wow, like, this is happening, and, like, you never know because, like, Xavier said, like, about the book he's reading, like, it can happen to you or, like, you might not even know how they might be feeling or just, like, as a friend, too, like, when you want to, like, uncom... Like just be there for a friend and stuff, and also like, for my book, it's like just like her teenage life as a freshman, which is like what I am right now, and like I can relate to her a lot. And just like even just writing this down and putting in a piece of paper and like just making jots about it can really like per, I don't know, how, like pursue me into like reading it more because I can like really get into it.
4: So I'm hearing you guys say that reading these books are making you like sympathize with the characters and empathize and like really even process your own world
1: through what you're reading, which is so awesome. (laughs) And they're also doing quite a bit of analysis here. (laughs) I'm just looking at their post-its. They're analyzing conflict, character change, how themes are revealed. I'm impressed.
0: Nice. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed your time with us today and got to learn a little bit about uh, what we're doing in the classroom. Special thank you to Ms. Barrett Gordon. Uh, she's the author of No More Fake Reading, which uh, you might want to check out if you want to learn a little bit more about what we're doing in our classrooms. Also, thank you to Mrs. Schmidt, who is here uh, in support of these students, teaching these students You're and welcome. helping them every day. Uh, and special, special thanks to Ellie and Xavier. Uh, thanks for being here today and sharing your experience with us. You guys rock. Before we get out
4: of here, this is Dr. (laughs) Seip. I just need to add another comment as I'm listening to the conversation about the evolution of book love and choice reading here at Roxbury High School, as well as some of our other grade levels. Mr. Schmidt, who's been hosting this episode, has been absolutely instrumental to helping support this initiative and um, fill classroom libraries with books that are really uh, interesting, enticing to students, and of areas that they would find that they can see themselves in the text. So it, I, I can't let the episode end without Mr. Schmidt getting hit the appropriate kudos for the effort he has done to support not only the teachers, but the students. Certainly the teachers and the students are the one making the magic happen every day. But without Mr. Schmidt's vision and leadership, I'm not sure it all comes together. So we also want to recognize and acknowledge Mr. Schmidt.
1: I work in a lot of high schools across New Jersey, the U.S., and Canada. I've seen more powerful change happen in this building across the three years than in so many other places where I work. And it is, it's a testament to the, the big picture vision and the support that teachers have gotten and really making these huge important shifts to supporting you all and being readers and being thinkers.
0: Well, thank you everyone. Uh, <laughs> appreciate the kind words. Uh, it's really been a joy to uh, be a part of this process to work with these colleagues and also support these students. Uh, so thank you and have a great day.